Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. The premier HVAC company in the Midlands is growing. Are you a top HVAC technician? AAA Heating and Air is looking for dedicated applicants to fill their fast-growing service department with top-notch HVAC technicians. If you're the best, then they want you. If you're ready to stop working and start a career, you can earn up to $100,000 a year at AAA Heating and Air. Quality candidates will have at least two years' experience and a good driving record. Benefits include top industry salaries, commission on service and unit sales, set call limits, company-provided take-home vehicle and gas card, company-provided cell phone and tablet, health, dental, and vision benefits, 401k retirement plan with company match and scaled PTO based on length of service. Contact Roy and Dana Finley at 803-677-1500 or check out their job postings on Facebook or ZipRecruiter. Triple A air when you need us. Triple A heating and air. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen with Chris Clark. The 2007 South Carolina class was, at that time, sixth in the country and fourth in the SEC. It's just amazing. West Mitchell. You know, I think if you're South Carolina, you're you're aiming to, to at least be at 50%. Then in theory, you're adding talent, you're getting better, you're putting yourself in a position to compete. And Tyler Head. It's been a great week for South Carolina. On the recruiting front, still certainly plenty to talk about. On the home of the Gamecocks, 107.5 The Game. And welcome into the Gamecocks Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs here on 107.5 The Game. Thank you once again to Mark and Chris for joining us for the today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour. I dove plenty into NIL and everything going on with that. I think it's funny, you know, Mark kind of came in right at 10 o'clock as we were starting and you told him... He was pulling a Wes, who <laughs> classically is always sliding in right as we're turning the microphones on. Uh, unfortunately, today, Wes a little bit behind. It's all good. Wes has, um, gr- I have like a personal issue where I get everywhere way too early to the yes. extent I, I almost <laughs> waste time. I've become better over the years. You're, you're the same way? Yes, I'm, I'm definitely like if you're on time, it's late. Get there like <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes early. Which, like, and I imagine, real- I imagine having kids that probably also changes things as well like you gotta oh, get there yeah, super yeah, yeah. duper early for things right well no you have to you have to make more of an effort to to do that because they make you late i'm just like y'all what are y'all doing have you, know, you have you got to- ha- have you been an airport dad yet where you get there like eight hours before the flight <laughs> i've only flown with the kids once actually and we were there in plenty of time we we did about the easiest that you could do because we went well, first of all, I do have a funny airport story, tangent. Okay. So we told the kids, like, all right, you know, we, we were like, for their first flight, we're going to take them through Columbia Metropolitan, right? And yep. it's it's really easy. Like, it's one of the greatest airports in the world because there's not long lines. Like, it's mm-hmm. small. It's easy. And so we're like, all right, this will be great. So we got up early. We were flying to Dallas for the women's Final Four. And we pull up, and it's like, I don't know, 5 o'clock in the morning, and there's all these people outside. I'm like, oh man, like what? 
this isn't normal. Like, what's going on? So we pull up after we had, you know, prepared the kids. This will be easy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, the terminal has been evacuated. Oh, no. (laughs) So there was like some type of suspicious package or something. So now we're standing outside for like an hour worried we're going to miss our flight. But we made it. And then Dallas is a big airport, obviously, but they got it together. Yeah. Like it's, it's smooth in and out. So that's my only experience flying with the kids. But yes, um, tend to get places way too early. In the midst of your story, Wes arrived. Wes is here. Here we are. How are we doing, Wes? Well, Wes has been here. I've just been outside talking to Mr. Pascal about his radio debut. He did a phenomenal job. He did good. Him and, did good. Um, working on a couple of little yeah that's little the thing, happenings Tyler. with with pascal yeah there's some happenings there's also some happenings game recruiting game football namely camp starting this week of course as we started talking about yesterday media day yep. is on thursday i think wes all the players are going to be available from the team so if you're on the team we're going to have a chance to talk to you so yes that means spencer rattler that means nicholas harbour going to get to talk to all those guys and plenty happening in game guy recruiting too so you're telling me i've got a lot of audio to cut on thursday you're going to have lots and lots of audio you're, you're going to have to send some guys over there running around to get some audio we'll send you some too well, well I, I wait for you guys to upload it to like <laughs> youtube and then i go from there yeah should be good you're, you're going to have a difficult time picking which audio to use like it's not going to be a oh we need audio it's going to be all right out of all this audio what what is worth playing um you know we we got a little bit of we got a little bit of a teaser last week with of course the golf tournament golf uh, outing beamer spoke several assistant coaches available but this is the final all right get your questions in for preseason camp and then 9 9:20 friday morning they'll actually have practice and and part of that will be open to the media so we'll be able to get some you know, quick observations and, and stuff like that. What is your, Wes, number one thing? Let's not talk about camp just yet because we will get that glimpse on Friday. As you said, we'll get, what are we getting? Six periods, seven periods, somewhere around there, between four and seven. So we'll get to watch, you know, 20, 30 minutes of practice. See what we get. I believe seven is. Ho- the- I think it's seven. Hopefully we'll get a depth, non-depth chart, depth chart drill in there, but we'll talk more about that. Is there anything that you want to learn at media day is there anything learnable at media day from some of these players um to an extent yes but guys let's um let's take a quick can we take an early break tyler Um, is that possible what do you have what are you thinking here give me give me your reasoning well, I, we just need to take an early break. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can we can take an early break. I, I and, promise uh, it'll be worth uh, it on the other side. All right. Let's see what Wes has cooking. Let's let's take a break. Um, I promise it'll be worth it on the other side. I swear to y'all. All right. Let's so let's take a break. Um, and we'll see you on the other side. Let's see what Wes has cooking on the other side. You're listening to Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. 107.5, the game. Well, we are going to tell you some things right after this. But first, let me tell you real quick about today's sub of the day and a different sub as well. Two different subs I'm going to talk to you about all in one spot right here. First, 
Turkey Bacon Ranch, Tuesday, Firehouse Subs, all 14 Midlands locations. You can get it. $7.99 for a medium, $5.99 for a small. That's the sub of the day. It's Tyler's favorite, our man Juice Wells. It's one of his favorites, if not his favorite as well. Also, limited time, still going on as of now. Make sure you go get it before this thing goes away. It is the pepperoni pizza, meatball sub, meatballs, extra cheese, garlic bread that's toasted, and crispy pepperoni with a little bit of spices on there. Absolutely phenomenal. You can get that through the app or online only. You got to order it on firehousesubs.com or the Firehouse Subs app. You can get it for just $6 when you order through the app or online. So whether it's the Turkey Bacon Ranch for the sub of the day or it's the Pepperoni Pizza Meatball Sub Limited Time, go get it at Firehouse Subs today, firehousesubs.com, the Firehouse Subs app. We'll see what Wes has cooking on the other side. Gamecock Central Takeover Hour on 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. I'll touch my V-neck sweater. Welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler, Wes, and Chris along with you uh, during the commercial break. I learned why Wes wanted to go to break so early. And I'd say it's warranted. Wes, would you like to tell the people? Yes, I feel like you didn't you didn't trust me there for a moment, Tyler. <laughs> well, but I I didn't I had no previous information to this. You just kind of threw it on me. So, well, yeah, um, it it ju- it literally just happened as we were talking. Um, Dylan Stewart, the five star edge prospect, uh, number ten in the country at one point, number one prospect in the country, has indeed committed to South Carolina. Five star plus, which. Those who don't know means he is a five-star on all four recruiting media services, which, um, I mean, is is actually, I, I think, one of the more telling things you can have as a prospect. If all four companies agree that you're a five-star, that says quite a bit. Um, but Dylan has officially announced his commitment to South Carolina. We thought that um, South Carolina was in good shape. We didn't necessarily think that the commitment was going to come quite this quickly. And um, the Gamecocks, uh, once again, go into the DMV, once again win a massive battle against, uh, you know, Blue Blood programs. You even look at Harbor's recruitment. You know, everybody was involved, but their final win there was kind of, you know, it was over Oregon, over Maryland, etc. This is a win over Ohio State, a win over Georgia, Miami, Maryland was in the top five, too. I don't think they were ever really truly a major factor here. But, um, man, Shane Beamer, Sterling Lucas, entire staff over there, Taylor Edwards, um, you know, everybody involved has been sort of doing their part on this one for for really over a year now. And I, I remember Dylan being on campus last June, and working out with Sterling Lucas and taking part in O-line, D-line camp and and really being involved in all that and just uh, the consi- consistently getting him on campus here, consistently making him more comfortable. The job that South Carolina's committed players have done as well, you know, from, from Dante Reno to Cam Pringle to Mazio Bennett, that entire group, uh, just a, a phenomenal job all the way around. And if anybody thought the recruiting momentum was dead, then uh, – I think this just completely changed that. Yes, 
this this is something that South Carolina needed in more ways than one. It shows that again, it, it is more of a marathon. There's going to be parts that are more active than others. Did South Carolina hit a you know whatever you want to call it a lull in terms of actually getting commitments? Yes, there, there's a time period where you start hot. You kind of cool off in terms of the volume for a bit. That makes sense, and, and that is what has happened. Did some other guys pick other schools a few times in the past several weeks? Yes. But I think what you could always point to is you've got these major targets, these kind of game-changing targets that are still out there. And if South Carolina could land them and close on some of them or all of them, then you've got a chance still for a really, really special class, one of the more highly rated class classes in South Carolina history. And Stewart was obviously one of those targets. You know, there was one of the questions we've gotten a lot is what about the edge board? You know, what about the the defensive line board? And something that we kind of always said is, look, Dylan Stewart, South Carolina's priority. That's the guy that they want. Everything else is going to kind of flow from that. You know, that's the guy they were concerned about. And so, I mean, Light West said to kind of piggyback off that, they've gotten him on campus. I mean, our conservative estimate was – I think 10 times. We've got eight visits in the on three database logged. There's there's a couple missing there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I do think last summer, Wes, that, that trip that you mentioned where he's working out with Sterling Lucas, that to me was a little bit of a turning point of, of saying, okay, Gamecocks are really, really in the game with this guy. Since that time, he's been on campus a bunch. I mean, the Texas A&M game, the, the Tennessee game, this spring he was on campus, this summer he was on campus for an official, and then most recently, the multi-day unofficial trip, which did, uh, the question I asked after the weekend was, was that Dylan Stewart's last visit? And as it turns out, it was. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What was the feeling coming away from the weekend about Stewart being on campus for the cookout this past weekend? Everything was very positive. I mean, I, I think the vibes were great going into it. I think the vibes were great while he was on campus based on all the different feedback and, and exiting it too, right? Like when I found, I found out a couple pieces of info on Friday night that I think increased my confidence. It, I'd had an RPM pick, which is basically, you know, a pick, a crystal ball, whatever you want to call it on on three. I'd had it in since the summer, um, since after his official visit, you know, I, I kind of left it open of, Hey, something could change here, but I felt good enough about where things stood. And I think after this weekend, everybody's confidence really, really increased on Stewart. Um, has great vibes with the coaching staff. Um, he brought his parents into town. You had the fact that, you know, I thought he'd just be coming in for the cookout, you know, staying Friday night, leaving. No, he stays two nights. And so this is one, it does have some similarities to Harbor. And that this is a guy from the DMV, a five-star, consensus five-star, as Wes said. You get in on him very early if you're South Carolina. You prioritize him very early. And just the consistency there. You know, Harbor had a bunch of schools on his list. They kind of came and went. It was kind of a rotating cast of, okay, LSU is in there early. Okay, Maryland's in there. And this school, that school. Oregon obviously made a huge push at the end. If you look at Stewart... It was Ohio State was the most recent one. That was the school that had risen to become the biggest player. But he had Georgia in the mix. At one time, Alabama had some buzz. You know, there there was some talk about Oregon, even with Dylan Stewart, that didn't end up happening. 
Um, there were a bunch of other programs in the mix for him too, but this school that was always there, always there, um, was South Carolina. So, yeah, look, y'all, there are a lot of side storylines on this. We got to dig in later into what the actual impact of the player is. That, that's very important here. But so many storylines. The job Sterling Lucas has done. There was a piece I published on Gamecock Central a while back called DMV Dreams that I'm going to go resurface because it was talking about how, you know, Shane Beamer really identified the DMV as his key area and he was making some strides. Well, the presence has officially been announced. They're they're doing work up there and getting some of the country's top prospects. So a lot of storylines off of this one. DMV Dream, you went you went pretty dramatic, very dramatic with that one, Chris. But um, I, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it's possible to be overly dramatic about how important of a win this is for South Carolina because we we are seeing them go get players like Dylan Stewart who aren't in Rock Hill, who aren't in Duncan, South Carolina, who aren't in St. Matthews, South Carolina. I mean, we, we saw South Carolina during the Spurrier era um, go out and, and have major wins on in-state prospects. But when you look at the ability to go out of state to, to get, you know, not just your sort of four-star guys, but your true, again, five-star plus, that means a consensus five-star prospect, and, and not just a consensus in that, hey, this is the average of his ranking, but consensus, a, a literal consensus, he's a five-star on all four services, um, and, and you're beating Blue Blood programs, and man, t- talk about announcing your presence. Sterling Lucas, I mean, we've talked about it. But I do think, you know, sometimes fans might hear that and they might be like, oh, you know, they're just being their normal positive selves. Like, um, this guy is um, a a rising star. I think he's already a a star in that building, but he's a rising star, I I think, beyond. Um, and, And Chris, if you look at his bio, he was born in 1990. So, yes, we, we... Followed his recruiting when he was in high school. Yeah, this is this is a young this is a young dude, and um, he went out there. You know, I actually had a really good edge class last year. Was very involved with Harbor too, especially early on. Um, stayed in it as well, even even once it kind of developed into Harbor being a receiver. Was still very involved in that recruitment, along with you know a bunch of people on staff, but has gone out now, landed Dylan's story. That completely changes how you look at this edge position. And, you know, I, I think that, Chris, you, you look at this spot, and they, they they needed to hit on some guys in this class at the edge position. And you needed to sort of uh, re-up the room, so to speak, and, I mean, what better way to do it than with the number one or two, you know, depending on where you're looking, edge prospect in the entire country. And, you know, I, I think it, it kind of changes, like, the entire outlook of that position. And I, 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 think, they'll, I think they'll take another edge. Uh, you know, I think you need to probably take two. But it kind of takes the pressure off of that. 
And now, I mean, I'm I'm selling, hey, why don't you come play opposite of this guy? I mean, this is not a position like quarterback where, you, you know, you take one. This is a spot where you can absolutely benefit from having another star on the line with you. So I, I think you can actually go out and say, hey, come play with come play with Dylan Stewart. If you are, shoot, if you're Elijah Griffin or Amari Adams in the next class, I'm saying, hey, come play with this guy. You can all help each other. You can all help each other both in college and in a, uh, an opportunity to get to the league. So uh, this, is, this is nothing but positive here. No negatives to this. And it's just a big national perception building win for South Carolina as well. And obviously we're a ways away from him actually being on campus and in the Gamecock uniform. But given the depth at that position that we're looking at as of right now, this is somebody that definitely is going to be able to come in and have an impact right away. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, you know, we're a ways away, but we're not that far away. You know, it's... um you know, I, I believe he's an early guy, early enrollee. So, you know, you're you're talking about him being on campus, uh, you know, in, in a matter of months, and then having an opportunity to go ahead and and get started and and sort of start to to get settled in. And you know, all, all expectations will be for him to be in the mix next year. You certainly look at the um, the possibility for him to um, to play early, and um, you know, just. We, we talk about traits a lot, and th- that's really, to me, if you're going to describe Dylan Stewart, the player, the prospect, to to a fan, it, it's that he, he's what you want an edge guy to look like. I mean, has the length, has the quick first step, has the change of direction in the backfield, cleans up plays, can chase plays from behind. Um, this is a prototypical modern-day edge prospect and we know South Carolina you know they they need those guys in this scheme um, everybody needs those guys frankly and you can sort of start to to see what that room may look like moving forward and um, c- could not have come at a better time for Shane Beamer and staff and apparently Chris he was just waiting on his official offer to go out yeah, so he wasn't sure yeah for, for, <laughs> for, those, for those who don't know August 1 is actually yeah. when official offers for uh, prospects, even though you can be committed for for years, you don't get your official offer until August one of a prospect senior year. So those went out at midnight uh, today, technically last night. But um, yeah, Dylan six, Stewart, six five two fifty, as a junior, had sixteen sacks. And then some great scouting notes from our guys at On3, probably from Charles Power, Wes. I can't properly credit, but 33-and-a-half-inch arms, 10-and-a-half-inch hands, um, runs in the 4-6 range, which last I checked, pretty good for 6'5", 250. Um, and then also the scouting summary from On3, rare movement skills that his size flies around the field with a burst that pops off the screen. Um, flexibility as a pass rusher. And a word that I'm not sure I've ever heard in a scouting report, curvilinear movement. That is absolutely outstanding. Basically, that had to be Charles. <laughs> had to we, be Charles Spout. Say that again. Do we, do we know what that means? Strong, curvilinear movement. That kind of means uh, the ability to 
change direction and like turn the corner basically okay. and I'm, I'm using context clues from charles's writing here that sounds fair basically if you want to go on huddle right now and look up dylan stewart's highlights it doesn't take a football you savant. don't have to be charles power you babe. don't have to be charles power or an sec football coach to be like yeah i think this guy could help a little bit massive pickup and you can see i mean th- this is the type this is like an off the bus guy right um he he put on probably twenty pounds before his junior year. He doesn't even look really two fifty. So this is a guy you get him into a college. He plays for a really good program up for Mike Hunter at Friendship Collegiate up in DC. You get him in a college program. He's one of the kind of sky's the limit guys. And this is the type of guy that you typically see in the past. You've seen some big time guys like this at South Carolina, but you see Georgia and Alabama have these type of guys in the past. This is what you want it to look like in the SEC. So uh, for those wondering, in his own words, why Dylan Stewart chose South Carolina, um, he did give a quote to Hayes Fawcett, who works on three now, does a phenomenal job with doing uh, graphics for prospects. And so Dylan said, quote, what led me to commit to them is the family vibe and they really care about you too. It's the SEC Three, I know I'm going to get developed because my coaches have done it at all levels and know what it takes. I click with the guys committed in the 2024 class. Again, we talked about it. That's those guys that have been sort of uh, putting in that energy effort for throughout this process, uh, you know, recruiting him, uh, continues to say, and I'm very comfortable there. It's like a second home to me. So really, I mean, you you hear that that's kind of, that that's what Beamer wants the program to be. Many and most of these guys, when they talk about South Carolina um, and why they commit there, it's going to be some form or fashion of what we just heard. And uh, that continues to be the case with Dylan Stewart. Um, the the biggest commit of the Beamer era? We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll unpack that, I think, on the other side. Uh, by the way, I looked up curvilinear. It says contained by or consisting of curved lines or lines. So okay. do with that information what you will. Cool. Definite Charles Power scouting term. We'll continue to react to Dylan Stewart's commitment. Coming up next, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. 107.5 The Game. All right, guys. You've heard us talk about our friends at Integrated Media. You, you probably want to go on to GamecockCentral.com. You probably want to go on YouTube, huddle, whether you're at work, whether it's your home, check out some highlights of Dylan Stewart. Check out the latest and the greatest. Even if you're just listening to us here on the station, we appreciate that too. You want to make sure you have a great audio visual setup, whether that's Sonos wireless speakers inside your home, outside your home. If you're hanging out on the patio, the screen porch, whether you're maybe you're putting up Dylan Stewart's highlights up on the TV so you can have an even better view of his curvilinear speed or whatever that scouting term was. You want to check out our guys at Integrated Media, Michael and Nathan. They can do everything from mounting a TV, putting in Sonos wireless speakers, sound bars, to an entire smart home system. They can do it all for you. If you're wondering about their smart home systems, it's a way to put all of your home systems at your fingertips. You can control your lighting, thermostat, sound systems, TV, security cameras, alarms, and much more, all from the touch of a button. Or again, if you just need something as simple as Making sure your internet connection is good enough to watch videos and all your different devices. Stream, 
Make sure your TV's mounted properly. Michael Nathan, his team at Integrated Media, can do that for you. Check out some examples of their past work on their Facebook and their Instagram, Integrated Media Columbia. IntegratedMediaInc.com is the website, or give them a call, 803-948-8327. More on Dylan Stewart's commitment coming up next. Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head on your home of the Gamecock 1075, the game. And welcome back in to the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Real quick, I want to remind y'all about the ultimate Gamecock season ticket giveaway that is live right now on 1075game.com. Just head on over to the website, look for the ultimate season ticket image on the media roll. Give it a click and fill out the form for your chance to win tickets to not only all of the home football games, also all of the home men and women's basketball games, as well as all the home baseball games when spring rolls around. Again, it's the ultimate Gamecock season ticket giveaway on 1075thegame.com. As this show rolls on, we're continuing to react to the big news that came out just literally about 20, 30 minutes ago while we were on the air. That is five-star edge prospect Dylan Stewart out of the DMV committing to the Gamecocks. And I've never actually been in studio with you guys when something like this has gone down. And Wes actually had to step outside to take a phone call from somebody on on three. But I imagine your work for the day is only just getting started now. Yeah, literally just texted somebody and said, um, hey, Dylan Stewart just committed. The, the rest of the day's cooked. You know, it's it's... It's kind of over. This will right. be this will be the rest of our day, and rightfully so. Um, it's huge news. This isn't something that happens every day. Yes, welcome to our world, Tyler. It does ten, <laughs> tend to get a little bit uh, chaotic. It, now, are are you surprised that he didn't have like a formal uh, commitment ceremony set aside, given how big of a prospect he is? Yeah. So let's talk about that. You know, Stewart's timeline has kind of adjusted a little bit. It, it generally, for most of his process, has been probably going to do something in the summer um, or, or really otherwise before his senior year. It really seemed like he wanted to get it out of the way. Um, there was a short, very short time period, um, probably, I don't know, it was at some point this summer where he publicly talked about the possibility of waiting until December. And I think if you were South Carolina, you did not want that. Not not to say you couldn't sign him, but you'd rather go ahead and get things shut down in the summer. Um, as it turned out, Tyler, the Gamecocks were able to get the last visit for Dylan Stewart because of that timeline. Um, so I think after that brief period where he was talking about announcing in December, it very quickly came back to, nah, it's probably going to be the summer. You know, he he took some official visits, didn't take a full slate, didn't take all five, um, but did end up taking several official visits, and South Carolina got one of those. Um, and I think it came back pretty quickly to wanting to decide in the summer. As for the in-person announcement, that was actually my understanding behind the scenes. It was discussed, you know, about the possibility of doing that, doing a ceremony at the school. But Dylan's kind of kept, he's been a little bit lower key. You know, he puts out some stuff on social media, he does some interviews, not as many as he did probably two years ago. Sure. I went up to D.C. and saw him and Nick Carber at one point um, before, obviously, Harbor committed. Desmond Yumi Ozulu, who's in the 23 class, became a Gamecock, covered his announcement up there. 
And Stewart's kind of just a lower key guy, you know, just not big on all that. So while it was discussed, I'm not shocked that he did it. And, you know, another text I got just, hey, Dylan Stewart on a random Tuesday, you know, yeah. no, no announcement, not, hey, I'll be announcing my decision at, you know, six o'clock on Friday night, whatever. Just here it is. I've done it. I'm done. Now, if he did have a formal announcement ceremony, would y'all felt confident enough to have sent somebody yeah. to cover it? That's usually the indication that y'all like to give that we feel yes. pretty good about this guy. That can be, you know, yes. We, so to answer your question, yes, we, we would have, un- unless we had gotten some other piece of info, but based on what we knew, like waking up this morning or last weekend, yes, we would have. Um, that... People have called up to that. They called up to that a while back. They're right. like, hey, y'all were there. Every week when there's an announcement coming, somebody on the text line <laughs> asks, hey, they sending anybody? Wes yeah. and Chris going to this thing? Like, so again, that's that, kind of the, the, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Now we always have to. There are certain instances where we send somebody, like Malcolm Ziegler is one of them, yeah. where we're like, hey, don't, uh, yes, we're covering it. Don't read too much into it in this situation. So that's a little disclaimer out yeah, there. Yeah, the little insider tip is if we don't say that, then we feel right generally really good. So um, yes, Dylan Stewart definitely would have been worth a trip to DC. Um, I think it would have been my turn. Yeah. So I did. Gamecocks have been so active up there. Looks like Wes and I may be. Uh, we may have more trips in our future up to the, up to the capital. So I did. Desmond Yumi Azulu. Wes was there for the extremely eventful day that was the Nicholas Harbor announcement. Yes, we all remember that one. And we didn't have one for Dylan Stewart, but uh, we, we it is still an eventful day because there's a it, lot of content to get I, up. I feel like y'all need a satellite reporter up in that area at this Ooh. point because, you know, if they're able to pull this many guys here in that short period of time, there's likely to be more to come because the perception around South Carolina in that area is very good right now. Yeah, let's we'll call in our Washington correspondent. At, Boom, there you go. <laughs> I do like the idea, but it's a fun place to visit. Yeah. So, well, hey, I mean, I mean, Kendall's technically closer than all of us to D.C. Just like, point. hey, skip the Knights game, head up the road. We're going to need you to cover this commitment tomorrow. Yes, Kendall can be, yes, she, if she's listening, which I hope she is, hey, Kendall, and you have a job as the Washington correspondent, you've been, you've been offered that. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit more about Stewart. I know Wes had something he wanted to talk a little bit more about in terms of, is this the biggest commitment for Beamer so far? I think so. Yeah. You could look at the ranking, and that would indicate as such. Uh, Right now, on three industry ranking, number one, it has Dylan Stewart as a five-star plus, which it means he is a consensus five-star. So every single, all of the major recruiting services all have him as a five-star He's ranked as the number two edge in the country, number one prospect in D.C., number 10 prospect nationally. Um, Nicholas Harbor was a huge get. There have been some other huge gets for South Carolina. But I think when you look at this position, um, whether it's college, whether it's you look at the pros and you know how much money some of those edge rush type guys make, the priority that they are, I think this is probably the biggest one so far. Um, both, and I think that comes with on-field and off-field impact. You know, if you just look at the at the recruiting buzz, this creates the perception. Perception does matter in a program if the as long as the results start to match them at some point. But the perception of going 
and beating a guy who Ohio State really wanted. Had offers from Georgia, Bama, had visited both those places. I mean, he had a Southern Cal. From coast to coast, he had a national offer list. You went in there and got it done and, and held off all those schools and beat him. Um, and in some ways, you were kind of a wire-to-wire leader. Like, yep. you got in really early and, and led, and you went out. But then you look at the on-field impact, right? That's even more important. I mean, if Dylan Stewart was a three-star and ended up being as good as he could be, it, it should be something to be excited about. The on-field impact's even more important. And you look at, the, to use Wes's word from earlier, the traits. Yep. This guy has them in buckets with his size, his athleticism, all those things. All right, we'll come back on the other side, wrap up today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour as we continue to react to the news of Dylan Stewart committing to the Gamecocks for the class of 2024 here on 107.5 The Game. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. 107.5 The Game. Hey, if you are a small business owner in the Midlands, think about everything you need to help your business succeed. You need a plan. You need happy customers. You need a steady cash flow, but you also need an insurance agent that gets you. And if you need an insurance agent that gets you, I've got a recommendation for you. at a State Farm agent, Amy Mason Cup. She also is a small business owner right here in the Midlands. Her office just off the St. Andrews Road exit off 526, 612 St. Andrews Road, Suite 4. That's in Ashland Park Plaza. Amy Mason Cup, as a small business owner, understands the unique needs that you have as a local business owner. Amy Mason Cup and her team at State Farm will make it easy to choose the right protection at the right price because one thing you don't need for your business is insurance stress. So give her a call, 803-772-5554. Visit her website at amymasoncup.com. That's A-M-Y-M-A-S-I-N-C-U-P-P.com. Again, Amy Mason Cup is a South Carolina native and a local agent. She and her team can give you a personalized quote to meet your needs, protect your business, and help you save. That's Amy Mason Cup State Farm at amymasoncup.com, 803-772-5554. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We'll wrap up today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour coming up next on 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game. Tyler, Wes, and Chris continuing to react to the news of Dylan Stewart's commitment to the Gamecocks just about 30 minutes ago. And uh, Chris, you and I were talking about this. In that last segment there of, of Stewart being the best get of the Shane Beamer era, I'm actually looking at the list of all-time commitments for the Gamecocks, at least in the era of commitments getting star ratings and, and so forth. He's currently number three behind only Jadavion Clowney and Jordan Birch. Yeah, Wes, we were, uh, I, I went on record saying it was the biggest commitment for Beamer, right? And I think you can look at, you, you can take it a couple different ways. You can say, let's look at the ranking, and, and you can make your determination based off the ranking, or you can go off of another any other number of factors. And so my argument was for South Carolina and for Beamer, you know, since he's been here, I think this is the biggest one because not only of the caliber of player, not only the perception, and Nicholas Harbor was, was a huge, huge one for perception too, right? But with this one, you know, you beat Ohio State for an edge rusher. You think about some of the guys that they've had recently. 
the Bosa's. They got Larry Johnson, who's a, a great defensive line coach. Chase Young. You go and beat out Ohio State and others for this guy. But also the position that he plays, um, you're getting a guy that plays one of those premier positions. You know, I mean, if you you need all positions to be really, really good to go field a championship caliber team. But I think there are some that are bigger than others. I mean, quarterback is one, and certainly edge rushers when you look at how the NFL, how the pros prioritize them with how much they get paid. Um, that's a really that's a really good metric to use. Um, edge rushers are so important. And so um, you think about, and, and we're not going to go, I'm surprised this has not come up yet. How does he compare to Jadavion Clowney? It, we're, we're not even, we're not going there. You know, J- Jadavion Clowney was kind of a one of one. And there's really not, I haven't seen anybody that's really gone anywhere that kind of compares to him. He, he's just a different animal. But we saw, we've seen at South Carolina and at other schools what the impact of big time pass rushers and so as Wes alluded to earlier this fits a big need for South Carolina because they needed guys who were uh, you know really quality pass rushers in this class anyways but now you've taken it a level up because you've gotten a guy of Stewart's caliber so Stewart uh, by the way I kind of I kind of love these breakdowns on the industry comparison on on three kind of gives you an idea of what the entire industry is thinking um, on three this is overall so not by position, literally overall of anybody in the 2024 class. On three has him 10th, 24-7, 13th, ESPN 15th, Rivals 17th, and then the industry ranking has him 10th and the number two edge prospect in the country and number one prospect in D.C. So once again, South Carolina with this DMV connection, uh, using you know, the prior relationships there, using the momentum there to kind of continue it, get Dylan Stewart. You know, Chris, you were talking about that visit for him back last summer for the camp. And I remember, you know, Chris, we, we've been to enough camps. <laughs> everybody gets some love, you know, everybody gets some some one-on-one coaching to an extent or gets a little bit of coaching to an extent. But you can tell when there's a, a priority target at hand. And I, I remember Sterling Lucas um, borderline doing the drills with uh, Dylan Stewart. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a, if, if you, you could have been flying over and you wouldn't have had any idea who Dylan Stewart was from a distance. And you said, man, South Carolina must want that guy. Who's that? And um, they were locked in. They've been locked in from the very beginning as far as making this guy a priority. And, I think cha- just again changes the trajectory of that position. You know, I, I don't think they'll have any problem adding another guy to sort of bookend with him. And I, I think is certainly in the conversation for biggest recruiting win of the Beamer era. The the other one that actually is in my mind would maybe actually be Spencer Rattler. Yeah. You know, if you want to add in transfers, the the yeah. amount of attention that brought to the program. Yeah. And then you sort of piggybacked off that by getting Juice Wells, you know, hey, come play with this former five-star quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and just say it absolutely is. I was going only off high school recruits, too. Yeah, only off high school recruits. I mean, it's up there, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
at the very at the very least, you're talking about two of the biggest wins of the Beamer era taking place within basically six months of each other with Harbor in February and now this. That's a good sign. Absolutely. That's all the time we have for on today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. We'll continue to react to Stewart's commitment as the week goes along, and Jay and Terry will have more for it on you or more on it for you as well. Coming up next on the halftime show here on 107.5 The Game.